voices in my head They counsel me, they understand, they talk to me Welcome to Three A Martial Artist Eyes, a podcast by Michael DeVilla. So it was the early to mid-1990s, and I used to frequent this club called Sugars. We became friends with the manager named uh, John Roundtree, and uh, I'd go in, we'd always say hello to each other, buy me a few drinks. So one day he uh, asked me, he said, hey man, I know you know karate, is there any way that you can teach me karate? So I said, sure, but I'd like to learn how to DJ, so why don't we just trade lessons, uh, lesson for lesson? He said, all right. So we got started and he learned a lot, and I learned a lot about DJing and how to DJ. And uh, we both got to a level where we were comfortable with what we learned. So then it came a day where he needed a DJ to DJ a few nights a week. And so he asked me to do it. Uh, sure, I said, sure, I'll, I'll do it. I got nothing better to do. So what I failed to mention about this club is it was an adult entertainment nightclub. So my first night, I introduced a girl. And I said, coming out to the main stage for your view and pleasure all the way from Georgia. It's the lovely Peaches. So at the end of the night, he congratulated me. said, yeah, I did good. And, he, you know, he liked, liked what I was doing. But he wanted to know if I wanted to, on the days that I wasn't DJing, if I wanted to bounce. So that was right up my alley. So I said, sure. So the next night I went in and I was a bouncer for the night. Now this guy comes in and he's carrying a daiquiri. And I tell him, hey, buddy, you know, you can't have the daiquiri in here. You can't drink it in here. You can step outside and drink it, finish your drink and come back in. It's no problem. And he said, no, man, I, I want to finish it here. Why do I have to go outside? I said, man, you got to go outside. I said, you know, the management, they'll frown upon me letting you in here and you need to you need to go ahead and step outside. So he says, man, I, and as soon as he said the word I, he threw the drink in my face and pushed me and knocked me over on top of a table. I was laying, looking up at the ceiling, looking at the lights flashing and all that other stuff. And I was thinking, man, this is not an impressive way to start off my career here as a bouncer. So two voices in my head. One said, you need to get up and wreck this guy. And the other voice said, you need to get up and you need to be calm and you need to handle this tactfully. So I decided to listen to the first voice because it would just be so much cooler to do that. So I stood up and I beat the crap out of him. I rained down a flurry of kicks and punches on him. And then I stopped and I said, you need to leave, dude. So this guy hulks up and then he comes at me and he grabs me. And he grabbed me like he was trying to poke my eyes out. And I shook him off. And when I shook him off, I felt some blood. I felt some wetness just, you know, go across my face. I was like, man, I, I can't be sweat, man. I don't know what the heck. So I wiped my eye and I looked at it and I saw blood. And I stopped and I looked over and looked in the mirror and there was blood coming down my eye and I went ballistic. So I grabbed him and I'm uppercutting him right between the legs. I'm just pounding on him. And he's, he, just, he just went limp. He had passed out. And I was holding him up and still hitting him. I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm going to kill you. And then by that time, John came over there and he grabbed me. He said, Mike, he's, he's knocked out. I said, is he dead yet? He said, I don't think so. I said, well, I'm going to keep hitting him. So he calmed me down and, I, I, and the other two guys get, came and grabbed the other guy and drug him outside. And then I looked over again and I, I, I wiped my face and I felt the blood again. I went ballistic again. I jumped over the two 
over the two other bouncers and started punching the guy again. So John came over there, got me, pulled me off. He says, hey, Mike, come on, calm down, dude. So anyway, I calmed down, and and we had an uneventful night after that. So some time had passed, and uh, we'd go out and hand out cards to go put them in the Texas club, put them in the bathrooms, put them in the gas stations, just go around town. It was just an excuse to get out, go drink, and, and party at other clubs. Um, so one night we came back. And uh, it was me and the owner's son. We came back and it was closing time and everybody was, all the girls were in the back and all the bartenders were doing their thing. And all of a sudden I hear a big, you know, big ruckus in the in the dressing room. And all of a sudden they, I hear a girl yell, Mike, Mike. So I went back there and, and I saw that, that the owner's son was squared up with somebody and he hit one of the girls. Well, so I had dated one of the, that, that girl that he hit. And so I, you know, I was kind of like, well, hell, what do I do? You know, here's my, here's basically my boss and my ex-girlfriend who I still get along with. Well, what do I do? So I went over there, tried to calm him down and he just wouldn't have it. So I said, Hey bro, you want to fight somebody? Fight me. So he looks at me, he says, that's fine too. So I said, all right, game on. So I grab him and I drag him out the door to the leads to the main stage. So we're on the main stage. Granted, I was a little bit tipsy and feeling feeling good about myself. And all the girls were cheering me on. So I kick him and punch him. I stun him a little bit. And then I pause and I get this evil look in my eye. And then John yells, Mike, don't do it. He must have known what I was going to do. I looked over, smiled at him. And I speared this dude off the stage onto the floor. And as his head bounced off of the ground, I reared back and I did a forearm and broke his nose. So as he's laying there bleeding, I roll off of him, sit beside him, and I tell him, don't ever hit a girl in front of me. So John came and he brought me to the back office and was like, dude, that was so cool, but I think you're fired. He said, when, when, the, when the big boss gets here, He's not going to be happy. That's his son. And he broke his nose. I said, yeah, but it was cool, wasn't it? He said, yeah, very cool. So when the big boss gets there, finds out what happens, he called me every name there was but my name. Fired me about five times. Get the hell out of my sight. You low life piece of crap. You blah, blah, blah. I just told him, hey, bro, appreciate the chance. And I walked out. You got your rules and your religion All designed to keep you safe But when rules start Thank you for listening And remember, always stay fluid